Welcome, welcome to another episode on the brownie session. Sit back, relax. We're going to have a conversation. Let's talk about energy. So let's talk about energy. Energy is basically all around us. Everything is made out of energy. The fabric of the universe is straight energy. Everything around us is just energy. So it only makes sense that some people can pick up on energy. They can feel it. They can feel when something is not right they can sense when someone has bad intentions even can sense someone's emotion via text it's the weirdest it's the weirdest thing but it's really real sometimes you can walk into a room and boom you have this energy about you and just people just feel it and it's just like it's, it's just mind-boggling because you can walk into a room and immediately people feel your energy. You'll see people drawn to you. They come sit next to you. They start conversations. They start telling you everything about their life and they feel comfortable. That's energy. You know, like, you can feel someone's energy from afar. You can... You can see it in their face. You can... I don't know. It's just a vibe that you feel and you feel comfortable. So energy is very powerful because we're just all made up of energy. So imagine some of us are just more sensitive and we can just pick up on different fluctuations maybe of the energy. I don't even know what it is, but... You can pick up when something is about to happen or you can feel when something is about to happen. Um, You have dreams um, that when you wake up, you just have like, you feel like different vibe, you feel different energy. You can also feel, I don't know how to explain it, the air. You can feel sounds, you can feel... It's just crazy. It's madness. Because it took me a long time to realize that these things are true. And I've been feeling them and experiencing certain things since I was young. And I think maybe that scares people off. I just figured that out because it's like you can't really move a certain way around me and I don't feel it. You know, it's like, it's very difficult for people who have wrong intentions to deal with someone like that because we'll pick up, we'll pick up off their energy based on their lack of certain things or just the way they move in general. We just kind of feel things and it's like, like maybe that's why, you know, some people don't want to deal with someone like that. 
you know it's, it's just weird but energy definitely is just something we can't explain it's just I believe it's just atoms that are slowed down or, or I don't know if it's slowed down or if they're like actually bumping into each other to create like this solid form but everything is just a ball of energy down to the micro 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 level it's just atoms <laughs> it's just bugged out but I love science but what I'm saying though is even your emotions is energy you know it's just your thoughts are energy um it's, it's simply amazing you know like let me read something to you about it this is a article so it's discover the key to neuroscience discoveries that offer new insights into truth about emotions and how to effectively express them okay let's start by exploring a basic understanding of emotions that will likely be dramatically different than what you have believed up to this point what we think of as emotion is the experience of energy moving through the body this is generally generally felt as a sensation of contraction such as tension or expansion such as calm the latin derivative for the word emotion emortere literally means energy in motion researcher barbara fredrickson further furthered this understanding by describing the upward and downward spiral effect of emotion an upward spiral correlation correlates with expansion and feelings of joy happiness and a downward spiral correlates with contraction and feelings such as resentment and fear continue with the article and let me I forgot to give you guys the name of the article it's actually on a website called Authenticity Associates Coaching and Counseling and it's basically talking about emotions and um, energy and a different approach to what they think about energy and emotions excuse me so where was I let me start again it says in itself emotional energy is neutral it is the feeling sensation and psychological reaction that makes a specific emotion positive or negative. Feeling is what you label as anger, sadness, joy, or fear. It is then your interpretations or thoughts about emotional energy that give it 
meaning. Emotions serve as the carrier waves for the entire spectrum of feelings. Understanding that emotions are energy implies that they are fluid, moving resources meant to be felt and released versus suppressed and ignored. This is this makes so much sense as to why the heck there's so much craziness going on in this world. It's like suppressed emotions. Everyone is pissed off. Everyone is unhappy. Everyone, people are not healed. It's a hot mess out here. Okay? But what they're saying is that your energy is meant to be felt and released. Let me say that again. Your energy is supposed to be felt and released versus suppressed and ignored. Did y'all hear that? Moving forward, the latter is the true culprit of low emotional intelligence and stress burnout. And boy, do we have burnouts and stress in this society. Now, they're going to talk about neuroscience, the neuroscience of emotion. Several key discoveries have significantly changed, significantly, gosh, I can't talk. (laughs) Several key discoveries have significantly changed our understanding of the relationship between the emotional brain and the analytical brain. Based on neutral circuitry, our emotional brain responds faster to incoming information or stimuli than our analytical brain does. The emotional brain has more neutral circuits connecting to the analytical brain than the analytical brain has connecting to the emotional brain. The emotional brain is connected to every area of the brain, whereas the analytical brain is not. Which means our emotions take over our analytical side. This is why people just do crazy shit from their emotions. Excuse my language. But on the basis of survival, the experience of stress and feelings of worry, fear, or anger take priority over feelings of happiness and peace of mind how we're living though we're like living in a rat race so we're always constantly emotional or or actually not even emotional but unable to express our emotions walking we're just a bunch of walking bags ready to explode like it's crazy anyway emotional energy As a result of these findings, the emotional brain is considered to have the executive power in the brain. It influences all decision-making, thought processes, memories, and present experiences. 
your ability to understand, deal with, and effectively use your emotional energy is vital to your happiness level. Boy, this is some shit. The sensations you feel in your body hold the key to unlocking limiting patterns, transforming stress, and generating lasting happiness. Your body gives a constant stream of reliable information about your experience in the form of sensation. It's it's giving, like my daughter says, <laughs> it's a library of who you are at the deepest level, including all that has happened to you and all that you dream about. Let me read that again. Your body gives a constant stream of reliable information about your experience in the form of sensation. It's a library of who you are at the deepest level, including all that has happened to you and all that you dream about. Understanding your body sensations will transform your life, which is very difficult for people to do nowadays. It's just hard. It's very hard. For many people, looking to their body sensations to transform challenging emotions and increase emotional intelligence is the most important piece of the puzzle. <laughs> the most important piece of the puzzle that leads to happiness. This is especially true when you understand that sense, sensory, sense, sensory. Boy, and emotional inf- information is recorded into memory first, thoughts and perceptions second. This distinction provides clues for increasing emotional intelligence while pointing out the limitations of purely thought-based approaches. The nature of chronic stress often results in a buildup of energy that gets suppressed in the body. This experience has sensations of contraction. This unfolds organically once your internal resources are engaged in a safe and supportive manner. It's the resulting feeling of expansion and renewed life force that makes happiness possible. Let me read that again. This unfolds organically once your internal resources are engaged in a safe and supportive manner. It's the resulting feelings of expansion and renewed life force that make lasting happiness possible from this secure open and present place you rewire your brain and solid uh, solidify neural pathways of happiness so basically you're creating the road to whatever it is that you're thinking or that you desire the brain which is like an electrical circuit <laughs> it's energy it's like you're directing energy through your brain like back and forth but this is crazy so 
the next chapter is like driven to to move emotion the drive to move your emotional energy is present every moment because your nervous system is in constant pursuit of homeostasis it's on a mission 24 7 regulating the balance of your body mind connection this often includes your instinctual drive to be happy by releasing any pent-up stress you have an opportunity to move your emotional energy each time you experience contraction tension or any other body sensations they are the internal messages of your body mind wisdom that draw you towards balance and happiness given the understanding that emotion is actually energy in motion it is important to distinguish what it looks and feels like to increase your emotional awareness most people believe this looks like using their thinking minds to analyze think about and talk about how they feel Although this approach can bring initial awareness, it is not effective in the long run. It is common from this approach to hinder the process of expressing and managing emotions. In doing so, it keeps the process of expression at the level of thought versus actual feeling or energy movement. In order to successfully express emotion, you have to move your emotional energy by identifying the sensations and releasing states of contraction the thing is having the the discipline to recognize one that you're going through some emotional thing then you have to actually express your emotion you have to move your emotional energy by identifying it then then you have to release it you know how difficult that is that's gonna be child body mind emotion body mind emotion it is common for athletes or professional performers to feel nervous before a big event they might have a surge of energy that includes shaking heart racing pacing vibrating sensations and even nausea these are the common experiences of body sensations correlating with emotion releasing Hmm. you hear that shaking heart heart racing pacing vibrating is like it's a way of releasing uh emotions so it makes sense to why i like to dance or i like to listen to music it's a form of release releasing your emotions it has to come out get it The process of expressing your emotional energy involves tuning into your body sensations. It is a powerful dynamic and enlivening, 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 yeah, enlivening, I guess. If you sink your awareness into your sensations, they will begin to reveal what is going on beneath the surface. These sensations may include tense, tightly, light, heavy, soft, smooth hot cold rumbling or pressure just to name a few let me go through these sensations again tingly tense light heavy soft smooth hot cold rumbling or pressure these are all suppressed emotions this is what they will intently 
and organically guide you into releasing any unresolved stress and bring you into greater homeostasis. Maybe this is why yoga is great for stress. Because you're kind of like stretching your body, you're releasing the stress, you're meditating because there's meditation involved, you're focused on just your body in general, so you're kind of like releasing emotions. Just a thought. So, yeah. It says, when you allow yourself to ride the emotional wave of these sensations, you will gain homeostasis and gain benefits found in the rest of your mind and your body. So I think I'll be doing more yoga and meditation. It makes a lot of sense. Um, how it works is the next part. Let's take an inside look at body, mind, emotional release to better understand the strategy for expressing your emotions and becoming happier. When you get out of your analytical brain's reasons, <laughs> this is my brain all the time, and detailed story of what has happened, you now have access to finding relief from your emotional world. Not until you stop persevering on the details of what happened and your feelings of righteous protection about it can you grow past your current state of healing and access great greater happiness. Let me read that again. Not until you stop persevering on the details of what happened and your feelings of righteous protection about it can can you grow past your current state of healing and access greater happiness sharing your story has power but only a certain to a certain point once you allow yourself to feel your emotions and feelings without talking about or justifying why you feel the way you feel you move to the next level mm-hmm. i feel that when you bring mindful focus to the sensations of contraction with an, with an open mind and air of curiosity, you invite them to release. It's powerful, dynamic, and enlivening. You allow your body to feel the feelings it didn't have the opportunity to release at the time of any event that may have been challenging. It is like an internal sigh of relief that comes over your entire body and mind. Now, from this place of internal trust and relief, you can use your analytical brain, good positive thinking to assist you in changing your belief system. This state of mind and body makes lasting happiness a reality. So, I'm back. So, there's actually a word called clairsentience and it's the ability to not override what you feel is true let me reread that again clairsentience is the ability to not override what you feel is true Clairsentience simply means clear feeling. The ability to clearly feel energy. 
contrary to the current popular okay girl contrary to the current popular belief and modern day dictionary definition it is not some weird abnormal spooky or paranormal sixth sense reserved for the special few but a naturally innate and divine faculty that lives in all of us but I still feel some of us pick it up uh, easier than other people because although everyone has the ability not everyone uses it or can feel it but yeah um as our essence is love we are each born all-knowing and with the ability to clearly feel what is of the divine love we are made of and what is not of this love that is we have an absolute knowing of the quality of energy that pulses from within our inner heart and therefore we know when any thought word or action matches this love and when it does not our five senses sight taste touch smell sound help us gather information about our physical environment at a purely temporal level and our sixth sense helps us to discern the the world of energy at play within this after all everything is energy so it makes sense that we all have been given a medium through which to feel this we all we all have had experience of walking into a room like i was just saying i was just saying that in the beginning of the the podcast that you can walk into a room and knowing instantly whether something feels right or not even if even if all appears okay on a surface this is because our heart feels everything long before our organs even sense it this all makes so much sense you just feel something and you just don't know what it is but you just know you feel it in your gut so there let's see when we are children we naturally navigate our way through life using the sense more than any other we feel with our whole heart with our bodies and with our being it is not something we are taught to do but something that just is this is why i feel like when i love i love with my all my body my heart and everything so yeah that's why i give off that energy you know what i mean it's all about energy again um let me go back so we are taught to do this with something something that it's not something that we're taught but something that just is we know inherited inherently <laughs> these words tongue twisters inherit inherently you know what let me continue y'all get what i'm trying to say so um let's go back because i'm trying to read in the dark guys okay they inherently know which adults are safe to be around and which are not we do not question this ability until we begin to realize that the majority of the adults in the world we will are not making use of the sense 
In fact, they seem to be completely ignoring it. I'm telling you. Therefore, because the world is not currently set up to deal with, let alone support this innate faculty to flourish, for the most part, we learn to shut it down. In truth, it can never be completely shut down because we learn that we are rewarded by not using it and instead of learning to conform to a way of living that has us expressing far less than our true self. See, we don't express ourselves enough. Basically, we learn within the first five or so years of life, sensing to what degree those around us are living true to their essence. Whether we will be accepted or not, we live true to ours. We are then taught to only trust what we see with our eyes and override the signals that come from our inner heart. That's so true. So true. You know, sometimes we gotta listen to our hearts, even though we're looking at a picture and it's like supposed to be the perfect picture. It is not. Sometimes you gotta listen to your heart because... Then pictures that fool you it's like a like a storybook you know it's not real so let's see it is like a it it is a bit like stumbling around in the dark while holding a torch that can guide you but you don't switch it on because no one else is switching it on so you begin to doubt why it should be switched on or even if it can be switched on in the first place and if you manage to navigate your way past all this and actually do switch it on, you have already gauged the degree to which you will stand out and all eyes will be on you. This makes sense. Do you? Let me read that back. Let me read that back. Let me read that back. Let me go all the way back. Do switch it on. You have already gauged the degree to which you will stand out and all eyes will be on you and so you hold light i'm sorry you hold tight the dimmer switch so that you can calibrate your light according to the, that, the effect it's having in respect to, to how comfortable uncomfortable it is making everyone else feel and i swear this is what i used to feel like i was making certain people uncomfortable because you know you calling them out you, you just but anyways <sighs> simply stated we are trained right from the start to not upset the apple cart in truth there is nothing more normal or natural for us than feeling energy we have been doing it since the day we were born and we are all feeling it all of the time because it's energy and we're made of energy okay there's still exceptions whether we choose to be aware of it or not what is not normal is to live a life where whereby we have shut down this natural ability and left and are left seeming, seemingly cut off from the deep pool of wisdom that is always available on tap and communicating to us from our soul, thereby rendering us unable to discern what is of love we are and what is not. Without this inner compass, we become lost in a sea of energy that 
not to guide us safely home. I agree. I feel like everybody's lost right now. This is how we as a as humanity have come close, have come to lose our way. Because our true way is to live according to who we truly are. And not against it. I agree. And everything in society is making you just like do shit you don't want to do. Be be someone you don't want to be. It's just going all against what you want to do. What you feel. What you love. Okay. Therefore we can say that it is never normal to have to live disconnected from our class sentient abilities and our ability to feel the world around us but it is however very common the following quotes and audio offer an understanding of how something so normal to us has become so undervalued it is not outrightly ignored segment for today I'll say that you know what when we're around people we can feel their energy their emotions most of the time some of us are highly sensitive more sensitive than others but it's all around us it's in the air it's in the earth it's even in the water energy is what makes up everything in our world our thoughts, our feelings, it's all energy. Our emotions are a part of it. So, whenever you walk into a room and you feel something, that's energy, that's vibration, that's um, a frequency that we're picking up. So from now on, pay attention to how your body reacts, how how you feel when you're around people, how you feel when you walk into a, a, a store or when you're visiting a friend or when your boyfriend comes over. You can feel these things if you really, really pay attention. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back for more. Just talking and random thoughts. Have a great day.